You've probably heard it all before, but this time, let Dr. Lanker connect the dots in a way that makes the Christian faith come alive. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Lanker, and I'm here to help you connect the dots. As a pastor and professor for the last 30 years, I want to help you not only understand the Christian faith, but to make it a transformative part of your everyday experience. Join me as we connect the dots. In our last few episodes, we learned about the aspect of salvation talked about as justification. It's primarily a past act that impacts how we live in the present because we're assured of God's forgiveness and his justification within the present. Not only is there a past aspect to salvation, but there's also a present aspect to it. God didn't just save us to forgive us from our past sins. He saved us so that he can make us new in the present. And the way that he does that is a little different than most of us have considered, and it comes through this word of sanctification. Literally, it means to make holy or to holify. And so when we get into talking about sanctification, we have to really understand what holiness is. In the Old Testament, we come across it first in the word kadash, and that word shows up repeatedly as, a, as an act of God that pulls anything, a person, a place, a thing, to his use. And it therefore makes it like him, as God is holy, so that item becomes holy. As that place is given to God, it becomes a holy place. And as that person is given to God, they become a holy person. That's why in Leviticus, in chapter 20, verse 26, is a good example. It says, Thus you are to be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and I have set you apart from the peoples to be mine. Now that setting apart is essential to this concept of sanctification. Uh, If I was going to sanctify a coffee cup, I I would walk over and see all of the coffee mugs there, and I would say, hey, I'm going to take this one coffee mug. I will now sanctify it to myself, and it will now be my coffee mug. And that's what's at the heart of this concept of sanctification. So when Peter goes ahead and shares in his letter in 1 Peter chapter 1, we go ahead and we find him saying in verse 14 to 16, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust which were yours in your ignorance, but like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior, because it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. And this holiness isn't something that we need to Uh, produce in ourselves, it it simply comes from becoming property of the Holy One. And that's what's at the heart of Peter's concept here. And so that's why in Exodus chapter 19, right before the giving of the Ten Commandments, in chapter 19, God says to these people who've walked through the desert, been saved from the Egyptians, you are now to me a holy nation a priesthood that I'm going to work through. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says it a little bit differently. In verse 11, he says, Such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. 
this holy status that is conferred makes us saints. That's why throughout the New Testament letters, we're called saints over and over and over again. It's not because there's anything necessarily righteous in and of ourselves. It's that we are the possession of the righteous one. And so we now have his name or his stamp on us, and it makes us a new creation. It, it's something that as we see in verse 11 there, it, it's a past act. It, it's linked with this concept of justification. When, when he purchased us, when he paid that price, we became his. And so the moment that we step into relationship with God, we are sanctified. It, it becomes a past act. We are made his. There's nothing else we need to do. But at the same time, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, for example, it says, for those of us who are being saved. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15, for those of us being saved. The, the way that we are being saved, Paul says, is through God's work of his Holy Spirit. And he says this best in the letter to the Thessalonians, and in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 13, he says, But we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. And that last thought, sanctification through the Spirit, is what is key. The Spirit isn't just called the Spirit through the Scriptures. He's called the Holy Spirit. And when God places His Spirit within us, this Holy Spirit begins to work His holiness in us and through us to make us more and more like the one who has called us to Himself. And so when we think about this process of sanctification, we think about this salvation, we need to realize that it's, it's to make holy any person, place, anything by setting it apart, not by work, not by trying to be better, not by trying to do right, but by setting it apart from secular use to be devoted to God's use alone. It's a different view of salvation. We think of trying to fix our problems, and God is saying, I'm not here to fix your problems per se. We'll get to that. What I want to do first is I want to call you to myself. And as I call you and draw you to me, then I make you like me in this process. And we'll need to understand this and dig into this more as we further explore this concept of sanctification. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like more information, please visit us at drjasonlanker.com. That's D-R-Jason-L-A-N-K-E-R. May you go in the grace of God, and may you not just understand the Christian faith, but live it more fully this week.